Welcome to Chicago Tabernacle, a place of becoming. Wherever you find yourself, we pray that you would be encouraged today by God's Word. Please join us now as we hear a message from Pastor Toledo. Praise the Lord. God bless you, CT family. It is such a, an honor to be able to connect with you today. Happy Lord's Day. It's Palm Sunday. 2,000 years ago, this great celebration ensued in Jerusalem, and we've been celebrating ever since, and I hope that you've had a powerful time of worship in your home. I was kind of over there just, just blubbering because the presence of God just flooded our house. And you know, it just, it, it so excites me to know that nothing can separate us from His love and really nothing can separate us from each other because we're the family of God and we are the people of the Spirit of God. Now, what we're going to do before I share the word is we're going to uh, take an offering. And as you go to give today, I want to encourage you to give with great faith. Remember, you are blessed and highly favor. His favors upon you, his favors upon your family and your children. What an amazing song and what an amazing promise. We here at Chicago Tabernacle have been praying for you that the Lord would continue to minister to your heart and that you would stand strong in the faith and that you would recognize that regardless of what's happening on the globe right now, God is with you. You're not alone and you don't have to depend today upon your employer. You don't have to depend today even on paychecks. What we're depending on is the most high God, our heavenly father to take care of us and to watch over us. So as I go to pray right now, I wanna encourage you to reach your faith towards him and say, God, I love you, I trust you, and I'm depending upon you. It's always been that way, brothers and sisters. We just see it more clearly right now, but it's always been that way. He's a good, good father. Come on, lift your hands with me and let's pray. Father, we thank you for this wonderful day. We thank you that this is another day that you have made and we are glad and we rejoice in it. And Lord, we rejoice in you. We rejoice in your goodness. We rejoice in your love, oh Lord, that is shed abroad in our hearts, that is poured out over all of our lives. And Father, as we go to give to you today, we give with great faith. We give with great joy knowing that you will take care of us, knowing that there is no obstacle on this planet that can stop your love, your care, your kindness from reaching us. So we rest in that truth today, Lord, and we ask that you would bless this offering. And God, I pray that as your people give, I pray that there would be an amazing release of peace right back to them right now, knowing, Lord, that you will be faithful to watch over us and to care for us. And then, Lord, help us as a church, Lord, to be a blessing at this time. Help us to be strong, O oh Lord, and to help those who are in need. Use us for your glory. Let the kingdom of God arise right now and bring glory to Jesus by the amazing love and care of the church. So we thank you and we praise you and we trust you for all these things. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen.
and amen. God bless you as you give. So it's Palm Sunday, and 2,000 years ago, this week, people began celebrating. Jesus entered Jerusalem on a donkey, and something happened to the people. They began to throw their cloaks on the, on the uh, ground. They took up palm branches, and they were celebrating. It was actually the fulfillment of a prophecy that was written in the Bible hundreds of years before. And they were celebrating, but they really didn't understand the fullness of why they were celebrating. A few days later, Jesus would go on to celebrate the Passover, which I'm going to be reading uh, um, a little portion of that story in a few moments. And the disciples were with Jesus, and they were celebrating the Passover, but they didn't fully understand why they were celebrating Today, the title of my message is Reasons for Celebration, because as the children of God and as the people of God, we fully understand why we're celebrating. We have a deep grasp of what Christ has done. We've seen the whole story now. We know that Jesus has risen from the dead. Hallelujah. And as we go to take communion today, which I'm so excited about the uniqueness of this day that we're gonna be taking communion, that someone in each home is going to stand as the priest of the home and serve their family. What a blessing this is for us to be separated and yet united in the spirit as we take communion together. So let's jump right into the text. And we're gonna be reading from Matthew chapter 26. Um, I won't read all of the story, but the Bible says on the first day of the festival of unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, where do you want us to make preparations for you to eat the Passover? He replied, go into the city to a certain man and tell him, the teacher says my appointed time is near. I'm going to celebrate the Passover with my disciples at your house. And then we're going to jump down from verse 18 to 26. This is when the act of communion was actually taking place. It says, while they were eating, Jesus took bread, like we will take bread in a few moments. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave thanks to his disciples saying, take and eat, this is my body. Then he took a cup and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them saying, drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Hallelujah. I tell you, I will not drink from this fruit of the vine from now on until that day when I drink it with you in my father's kingdom. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. So what we're talking about today are reasons for celebration. The people were celebrating. Jesus was celebrating Passover, but we have even greater reasons to celebrate today. So let me just pray for a moment that the Lord would come and really open up our hearts. You know, at this moment, God wants to speak something deeply into your spirit. He wants to go beyond us kind of watching or listening to a sermon. See, when you think about 
the Passover, let me just say this, when you think about the Passover, the Passover was the celebration of something historical that took place for a nation. God did a miraculous work of deliverance for the, the nation of Israel. The people of God had been slaves for 400 years, and then he raised up Moses, and, and at a certain point in time, after many plagues visiting the house of Pharaoh, then came the night of the Passover, and they took blood, and they put it over their doorpost, the people of faith, the people of God, and then the angel of the Lord came, and when he saw the blood, he passed over them, but on the houses of the, of the people of Pharaoh who did not put their trust in the power of that blood, in the covering of the blood, death visited each and every home. And that was when they were released by Pharaoh. In a sense, God broke the back and the will of Pharaoh and they were delivered. And ever since that time, the, the, the Jewish people, the nation of Israel, they would celebrate the Passover. But what was happening this night was the beginning of a deeper kind of celebration. It was a personal celebration. What Jesus was doing is he was changing the conversation. He was saying this is going from, na from a nation to every particular person who would put their faith in me. Every person that would, would follow me and believe in me and invite me into their hearts they too will experience the power of deliverance and freedom. And so my prayer today is that the Lord would reveal how much he loves us and why we have so many reasons to celebrate today and that it would be personal to every person that is uh, um, taking in this message. So let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for this day, when we remember, Lord, what you did for us. I thank you, Lord, that what you did for a nation, you also eventually would do for each and every individual. Lord, the deliverance that you gave, Lord, to all of those people, you actually wanted to bring into each and every individual heart. I pray that every heart would, would end this time of worship rejoicing because you've entered in and because they've experienced the freedom, the personal freedom that only comes from you. So bless this word now by your mighty power and bless it to each and every individual heart in the mighty name of Jesus. And everyone said, amen and amen. Praise the Lord. So, I gave you a, a, a quick kind of historical background of the Passover, and I've been emphasizing the fact that there was a, a deeper meaning. There was something more powerful and more personal about this night because Jesus was, in a sense, predicting and prophesying what would happen when he would become the sacrifice, when he would become, and he would go on to say, remember this, we're going to go over this right now, but he said, this is my body. It was the body of a lamb, 
But now Jesus is saying, this is my body. I'm the lamb. Now Jesus is saying, this is my blood. I will shed my blood. We all know that it was right after this that Jesus was arrested. And by the next day, he was already on a cross. And he was shedding that blood. And he went through the beating and the bruising. Now, we're not sad today because we know the whole story and we know we have lots of reasons to celebrate. So let's, let's drill down into this night and look at why we can really be celebrating and what communion, which you're going to be taking in a few moments, is all about. So communion, first of all, through his body is a celebration of his love and our healing. Communion... Communion through his body. Remember, he talked first about the body or the bread. It was a celebration of the love of God and of our healing. When Jesus said, this is my body, when he took the common bread to bring focus to the most uncommon body in all of history, he was saying, whoever receives the blessing of my sacrifice they will know my love and they will know my healing. The Bible says by his stripes, we are healed. His body, his sacrifice was so powerful and it is still powerful today. You know why we're here today? We're here because God loved us so much that he offered himself. He gave his body for us. And hallelujah, every time we go to take communion, we are remembering that Jesus took our place. It should have been us, but instead he said, no, I will offer my body. That body was his sign of love for us. Over the years as a pastor, I've had moments where people have said to me, how could it be that, or how could I know that God is really faithful? How could I know that Jesus really loves me? And I always tell them, in life, there's so many different circumstances. We have ups and downs. But when you're wondering if God loves you, just look to the cross because he offered his body for you and for me. And look at what the Bible says. The Bible says in Hebrews 10, uh, uh, 19 and 20. Look, this is powerful. It says, therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus and by a new and living way open for us through the curtain that is his body. In other words, his body is what opened up the way. We celebrate today because even though we fail God, his body is the focal point for God. When God looks at your life, and you might say, well, my life is not perfect, but when God looks at your life, he doesn't just look at you. He sees what Jesus did. He sees the perfect body that was offered up for us so that we always have access to the love of God. You and I always have access to him. You know, I don't know if this happens to you, but um, whenever I get something uh, new or something that I think is kind of cool or kind of special, uh, well, I wouldn't say whenever, but sometimes, depending on what it is, I often will think about my father. Because, you know, my dad, he, he 
you know, came from Cuba and he gave up so much and he sacrificed so much. And we lived in this little apartment and he worked so hard. He never owned a home, but he was such a hardworking guy. And then I've had these moments in my life where I found myself in a particular place and I said, and I say to myself, man, I wish my dad could see the door that he opened for me. I wish my dad could see where I am today or, or what has happened in my life. I'm sure there are people who've opened doors for you. Well, today, when we not only think about people who open doors for us, we think about the most important door that was open for us. Jesus offered his body and the curtain was torn in two and he invites us in. The most important door to be open for you and for I was opened by the, by the literal body of Jesus Christ. And so we know that he loves us because he gave his life for us. And we celebrate that love and we celebrate the goodness of God. And so we're saying, Lord, thank you for your love. But his body not only was given so that we could have access to the love of God, his body was also given so that we could be healed. That's why we're not afraid of this virus. That's why we're not afraid of what's happening because the Bible says by his stripes, we are healed. And God is able by his mighty power to heal us. And we're praying that this would be a remarkable season of miracles and of transformations as the people of God believe him. Look at what Matthew Henry said. He said, come and see the victories of the cross. Christ's wounds are thy healings, his agonies thy repose, his conflicts thy conquests, his groans thy songs, his pains thy ease, his shame thy glory, his death thy life, his sufferings thy salvation. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Jesus suffered everything so that we could be healed. And, and, and Jesus died 2,000 years ago and rose from the dead so that maybe there's a fracture in your home right now. Maybe relationships are broken. Maybe your emotions are fractured today. In the name of Jesus, you can be healed. In the name of Jesus, you can receive healing because the Bible says, by his stripes, we are healed. We celebrate the healing power of Christ today. And what is so amazing is I'm cooped up in this little, in this little room talking to you, but the spirit of God is not hindered one bit. The spirit of God is not limited one bit. You could reach out in faith and God can heal you by his mighty power. That's why we celebrate. We celebrate because we know that we know that by his stripes, we are healed. So let's be confident today. Let's trust, let's trust Jesus today, knowing that he has done everything for us and all the blessings of his love, of his faithfulness are available to us. So first of all, when we celebrate communion, which we're gonna take in a moment, we are celebrating his love and our healing. And secondly, when we celebrate communion, hallelujah, we are celebrating now, not just through his body, but through his blood, we are celebrating our cleansing and forgiveness. We're celebrating our cleansing and forgiveness. When Jesus shed his blood, he shed his blood so that we can be washed of all of our sin. The Bible says that even though our sins be as scarlet, Jesus can cleanse us 
and make us white as snow. We celebrate because the blood of Jesus washes us clean. Think of all the people, family, friends that you and I have because Jesus shed his blood. Think of the power of the forgiveness and the cleansing of the blood of Jesus Christ. We are all recipients of that washing. We've been made clean by him. Look at what Hebrews 10, 14 says. It says, with one sacrifice, then he has made perfect forever those who are purified from sin. We are cleansed and purified from sin by what? By the one sacrifice of Christ. And what that means is that today, as we go to take communion together, separate homes all around the world, there is blood available to wash us and to purify us. I'm going to ask for the keyboard player to come back. He, he is such an amazing Savior. Come on in, brother. He's such an amazing Savior. When he shed his blood, he washed us clean. Brothers and sisters, we are clean because of the blood of the lamb. Now listen, our cleansing is connected to our being forgiven. When Jesus shed his blood, he released the cleansing agent which was his blood. But that cleansing agent not just cleans us, but it also means that we're forgiven. It means that Jesus remembers our sin no more. When God thinks about you, when he, when he thinks about me, he's not looking at our ugly history. He's looking at us as those, that, as those that have been washed in the blood, totally cleansed by his mighty power. And let me tell you something, when you're cleansed, you're forgiven. You should say that to, to yourself right now. I'm cleansed and forgiven. Come on, one more time. I'm cleansed and forgiven. We have been forgiven by the most high God. And you know what? He paid the price for it. Now, you know how this really applies on a day like today? Is that as people who know the forgiveness of God, we not only receive forgiveness, but then we can give forgiveness. When God cleanses you and forgives you, he releases you, he makes you whole so that you can turn around and forgive the people who hurt and injured you. I've been thinking about all of these families kind of cooped up in their homes and how tensions could start to run high. We're not used to being with each other that much, you know? And we're not used to the dynamics of having to face each other this much and to talk to each other this much. But you know what? I believe this is a good thing. I believe this is a God thing because God wants to cleanse 
and forgive, and then he wants to release forgiveness into each and every family. God wants on this Palm Sunday, God wants to remove the the thorns that are in people's hearts. God wants to remove scars. He wants to remove resentment. And you're like, but how is it possible that this fracture could be restored? By his stripes, we are healed. By his blood, we've been cleansed and forgiven. Forgive, and it shall be forgiven, the Bible says. Do you know uh, John Adams, who had conflict with Thomas Jefferson? He was a man of faith, and he sent word to Thomas Jefferson. It's crazy because they actually died on the same day, but before they died, he sent word to him and said this, you and I ought not to die before we have explained ourselves to each other. You know, I believe that that still stands true today. I believe that there are people that we need to talk to and we need to say, please forgive me or I I forgive you. On a day like today, the Spirit of God wants to release what Jesus really wanted to happen when he offered his life for us to be celebrating because our relationships have been healed our relationships have been restored because we're forgiving one another listen to this i have a couple of examples for you so while speaking in a church in munich in 1947 cory ten boom Uh, uh, was approached by a man who she recognized as a cruel guard from the Ravensbrook concentration camp where she and her sister had been sent after being arrested for hiding Jews in their home during the Nazi uh, occupation. And fundamentally what happened is is they got put into this concentration camp and uh, uh, there were so many cruel people in those camps Corey's sister would not make it out. So you could imagine the suffering and the pain that she endured, but now she's in a church and she's speaking and then all of a sudden she saw this man. Apparently this man had repented of his sins and given his life to Christ and and experienced the cleansing and the forgiving of Christ. And now it was her turn. Now it's her turn to forgive this cruel and wicked man. And here's here's her testimony. Here's what she said. And so woodenly, mechanically, I thrust my hand into the one stretched out to me. And as I did, an incredible thing took place. The current started in my shoulder and raced down my arm, sprang into our joined hands. And then this healing warmth, listen to this, and then this healing warmth seemed to flood my whole being, bringing tears to my eyes. I forgive you, brother, I cried with all my heart. For a long moment, we grasped each other's hands, the former guard and the former prisoner. I had never known God's love so intensely as I did then. You see, brothers and sisters, When we accept the forgiveness of God, when we receive the cleansing of God, 
then God wants us to pour that out to someone else. And can I tell you, it's not just powerful to be forgiven by God, but there's an added blessing. God wants to bring an added blessing into your life, the blessing of you forgiving something else, someone else. You want to experience the powerful love of Jesus. Forgive someone just like Jesus forgave you. Watch there be an explosion of joy and love and peace in your heart. That's God's will. That's God's way. You know, I've got one more kind of quick example before we go to take communion. But I, I started to pray a prayer for someone of all people. I started to pray a prayer for Kanye West uh, a number of months ago. So he had a new uh, album come out. And when it came out, I was listening to it. And I was um, shocked at some of the lyrics that he was saying. And yet at the same time that he was now professing faith in Christ, um, he was getting all of these negative articles. And um, I couldn't believe, listen to these lines by, by Kanye West. He said, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna try to rap right now, okay? But he said, I told the devil that I'm going on strike. I've been working for you my whole life. And I thought, did Kanye West really say that? Did Kanye West really declare that he won't serve the devil anymore, that he won't be his slave anymore, that he's going to bow his heart and say, I belong to Jesus and I'm taking on the power of the blood of Jesus in my life and for my family? Did Kanye West really say that? Yes, he did, brothers and sisters, and I believe he's a child of God. He may not be perfect, but guess what? None of us are perfect, but he's been washed by the blood of Jesus. Now, here's the thing. At the same time that he was writing or, or, or speaking out those lyrics, think about all of the people that have listened to that album. There were all of these articles that were making fun of him and mocking him. And here's what I prayed, and I want to apply this to ourselves. I said, Lord, help Kanye. Help him not to get bitter because people are, are coming at you. Let the blood of Jesus... Let the body of Jesus so heal him and so restore him that he is strong enough to take the criticism, that he's strong enough to take people coming at them because sooner or later, those people are gonna come to him. Sooner or later, he's gonna have an opportunity to minister. Do you realize why Jesus wants to heal you? Do you realize why he wants to forgive you? It's because he wants to make you like him. He wants to make you an agent of his love an agent of his healing, an agent of his forgiveness. Today, we're gonna take communion. And as we take communion, we wanna receive the fullness of what Christ has done for our lives. He's such a wonderful savior. He offered his life so that today we can celebrate. Today we can celebrate what Christ did so in a few moments, I'm going to ask my family to come back in and we're going to take communion together. In fact, why don't we do that right now? Why don't you guys just come on in right now? I'm going to step aside. I've got a few more things to say. Man, I can't believe we're taking communion in my house. 
and we're doing this together. And I'm so excited for you, for what the Lord is going to do right now in your very home. But let me talk to you a little bit more before we walk through this. When Jesus gave his life, when Jesus died on the cross, he was put in the ground and then he rose from the dead on the third day. We'll be celebrating Easter next week. After he rose from the dead, he left us this, this symbolic event called communion, holy communion. And we do it because we're celebrating what he did. It's his desire that every person here would be able to celebrate, to experience the blessing, the power, the glory of what he did 2,000 years ago. Remember, his body being sacrificed is still powerful today. His blood being shed is still powerful today. He can wash you today. He can heal you today. He can help you to be whole, and he can help you to forgive someone today. His blood never loses its power. His glory is here with us right here and right now. How does that happen? Well, it's not by an outward act. This outward act is blessed, but it's symbolic. What Jesus wants us to do, and I want everyone to please listen, what Jesus wants us to do before we take communion outwardly and celebrate what happened on that night, he actually wants us to do it personally and inwardly. If you've never invited Jesus into your heart, that's what the symbolism is all about. You take the bread into your mouth. You take the blood into your mouth. What was Jesus saying? He was saying, take me inside of you. Not physically, but spiritually. So the Bible says, I stand at the door and I knock. Anyone, anyone on any on any continent, anyone in any apartment, in any car, in any room, anyone, no matter where you find yourself, you could be in the middle of a mess right now, a mess that you created, the mess that you started, right here, right now, you can just turn and say, Jesus, look at the mess that I find myself in, but it doesn't matter. His mercy, his mercy is new every morning. He's ready right now. All you have to say is, Jesus, I open up my heart. Would you come in? Invite Jesus in to be your Lord and Savior. The Bible says, behold, I stand at the door and I knock. Anyone that opens the door of their heart and invites Jesus in, he'll forgive you, he'll heal you, he'll cleanse you, and he'll forgive you. Now there, brothers and sisters, those are reasons to celebrate. We have amazing reasons to celebrate. So here's what I want to do. I'm mindful that there are some people watching me today that you were invited to this service. Like, this is kind of strange. You're, you're kind of locked in your house, and, um, and, you know, maybe you never really go to church. Maybe if you could be outside, you'd be doing something else. But would you believe that this is a divine setup? Would you believe that God is using this crisis to address the greatest crisis, the crisis of the human heart? 
Only Jesus can heal your heart. Only Jesus can give you peace. Only Jesus can bring you into eternity. There's no other way into heaven except by accepting the free gift of salvation from Jesus Christ. So if that's you, I'm going to lead you in a prayer. I'm gonna ask that everyone in every room would just close their eyes. We're gonna make this a very private moment in the privacy of wherever you find yourself today. If you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I'm gonna lead you in a prayer and then you can take communion with everyone else. But you know what, even though I can't see you, the Lord can see you. Even though uh, uh, I can't be with you right now, it's the Lord that's knocking on the door of your heart. And if you feel the Lord knocking on the door of your heart and you wanna start this amazing relationship, you wanna have reasons to celebrate too, then just lift your hand right now wherever you are. Why? Just as a sign of surrender to God, as an acknowledgement that you want Jesus, just lift your hand right now. And I believe people are lifting their hands right now all over this planet. Lift your hands. And now you can put it down and I'm gonna lead you in prayer. So everyone in every home, just repeat after me. I'm gonna give you the words, but you're gonna, you're gonna say them and God's gonna hear the faith of your heart and come in. So everyone repeat after me, Lord Jesus, I thank you for this Palm Sunday. Because Lord, I just learned that many people were celebrating you. But today, Lord, I wanna celebrate you. And Lord, I thank you for going to the cross for me. I thank you, Lord, for becoming guilty so that I could be declared not guilty. You are the perfect son of God. You never did one thing wrong, but you took my place. And I thank you. And I open up the door of my heart and I invite you in. Sit on the throne of my heart and be my Lord and my master, my savior and my friend. Thank you for receiving me even as I receive you. Amen and amen. Blessed, blessed be the name of the Lord. Congratulations to every person. Yes, come on, even clap in the house. Congratulations to every person that just accepted Jesus as your Lord and as your Savior. You're a child of God now. Jesus lives inside of your heart. Do you know the Bible says that every time just one person on the planet, just one person invites Jesus in, the, all of the angels in heaven rejoice. And so right now the angels are rejoicing over the decision that you made. There's a celebration in heaven while we are celebrating here on earth for the decision that you just made. We wanna encourage you now, on your screen, there's a, a number that you can text uh, to, and we, if you would do that, then there's going to be a whole host of information that's gonna be provided to you 
to help you with your new walk with God. We want to stay in touch if it's at all possible. And we just want to give you some greater uh, information to help you start this new relationship that you have with Jesus. God bless you. And now that you've done this spiritually, you can partake of this wonderful symbolic celebration that is mightily, mightily blessed of God. Amen. So if uh, each head of house could be a, a, a mom or a dad, whoever's been appointed today, I'm going to go ahead and get the, the, the bread and pass it out and then the cup and I want you to hold it because then we'll take it together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Man, I can't believe we're doing this. God is so wonderful. He's so glorious and powerful. Listen to this. The Bible says, For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, he took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. It's not a sad celebration. It's not a sad remembrance. It's a glorious one. I'm going to have my son pray over the bread, and then we'll take it together. Go ahead, Tom. God, we just love you, Lord. We worship you, and we just thank you, Lord, that you just extended your love, Lord, in such a true and, and a touching way to us, God. Lord, a, a way that we could never deny its power. God, Lord, you came to this earth, and you died for us, and uh, your body was beaten, Lord. Yes. Um, Lord, as an act of love for us, God. Yes. Lord, we know that at any point you could have stopped what was taking place, but you didn't because you love us, God. Yes, Lord, Jesus. Lord, and uh, today we just, we receive that. We receive your love, Lord. Lord, and through that, Lord, your word says that by your stripes we're healed. Yes, Lord. Lord, those stripes of pain and whipping that were on your back, and Lord, we just receive uh, your healing through that today, Amen. God. Jesus. Lord, all the thousands of people, Lord, infected with this virus and other various sicknesses and illnesses, God. Lord, we just claim that blood, those stripes, Lord, that pain that you took, we claim it right now over those individuals, yes, God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we God, just receive, healing, we receive your healing, God. Lord, I pray that you would go by your spirit, Lord. Lord, walk through every wall, Lord, of every home, Lord. Lord, and, and wow us by your power, Lord. Lord, we know that it's your desire to heal, Lord. So, we take this bread, Lord, in remembrance of you and your love. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Let's take the bread together. Hallelujah, Jesus. In the same way, 
After supper, he took the cup, saying, this cup is the new covenant, covenant, the new contract in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. Don't stop uh, remembering and celebrating the power of the blood. For whenever you eat this bread and you drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. So I'm going to pray over this juice right now, which symbolizes the blood of Jesus. And as we go to take this, we are celebrating the power of the cleansing blood. We're celebrating the power of his forgiveness. So let's pray together. Father, thank you, Lord. Thank you for shedding your blood, your most powerful, powerful blood, oh God the blood that cleanses us from all of our sin. And God, I pray right now, if there's anyone, Lord, who feels dirty, God, right now, would you cleanse their heart, remove guilt, remove shame, oh God. Your blood can cleanse anything, any failure, any fault, oh God, any secret, God. I pray that today, Lord Jesus, that on this very day that people would forgive themselves, that they would receive the the cleansing, oh God and the forgiving power of Jesus do it by your mighty power let every heart be made white as snow let every conscience be cleansed oh God let every record oh God be wiped clean in the name of Jesus we thank you and we praise you for your powerful blood that cleanses and provides forgiveness. Let it be released in every home. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Let's take the cup together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lift your hands to him. What can wash away my sins nothing but the blood of Jesus what can make me whole nothing but the blood of Jesus oh precious
Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. We praise you. We worship you. We thank you for your body. We thank you for your blood that was offered for us. God, we celebrate you today. God, we celebrate your goodness and your faithfulness. We celebrate cleansing. We celebrate healing. We celebrate forgiveness. We celebrate your love. And may that be released into every household, oh God. God, I pray that even though we separate, Lord God, from being, uh, by being online, Lord Jesus, I pray that your presence would rest, oh God, in such a beautiful, glorious, powerful way on every home. Let there be a lingering of the love, of the goodness, of your glorious faithfulness, Lord God. I thank you, Lord, that marriages are being reconciled. I thank you that people are apologizing and forgiving one another. I thank you that there is powerful restoration being released all over the globe. And so, Lord, bless your people. Give them, O oh Lord, a wonderful, wonderful Lord's Day in you. In the mighty name of Jesus. And everyone said, amen and amen. God bless you. God bless you. We love you so much. We hope to see you on Tuesday. Thank you for worshiping with us online today. If you haven't already, please follow us on all of our social media channels. And also, don't forget to worship the Lord through giving. You can go on our website to give or text Chicago Tab to 77977. We're praying for you and we love you and just know that the Lord is with you.